What's up guys, GP here back with another book review that nobody asked for. I'm on this GP's library channel. I like to just take a book, tell you when I read it, how I read it. I will give you my main takeaways, and then at the end I'll suggest who I think it's for. Obviously it's all subjective, but I've read a decent amount of books and I'd like to share some of them with you guys. Today on the channel, I have a book called To Pixar and Beyond by Lawrence Levy. And the kind of subtitle is My Unlikely Journey with Steve Jobs to Make Entertainment History. So the thing that had me pick it up, this is not a part of the video, I guess, but the thing that had me pick it up first off was Pixar. I mean, I've never really known how Pixar works. I don't really know how animation companies worked or I didn't before I read this book. And then with Steve Jobs, I learned from his biography that he was involved with Pixar, but to what extent to the impact he had on Pixar and stuff like that, I didn't really know. So I picked this up. It's not a huge book. I obviously read the physical form of the book and I finished it February 2nd, 2022. I swear I read it this year. Like time flies so fast. It's been almost, I mean, a year and like four months since I've read this book. That's that's pretty insane. I read this when I was taking the train a lot, going back and forth to the suburbs out here in Chicago. And now I'm going to get into my main takeaways of the book. My first main takeaway of the book is that success in one thing doesn't dictate another. Um, so Lawrence Levy, he worked as CEO of Pixar at the time, or like when it was growing. So when they were first coming out with their first um, feature length films, he was the acting CEO. He helped to get the company off the ground. He helped steer it in the right direction. Cause Steve Jobs was busy with, I believe in the story with Next and then into Apple. Or maybe when he joined, he was back at Apple, but Steve Jobs was like the acting CEO at Apple at the time. And he simply didn't have enough time to be hands-on with Pixar, yet he had bought it. I think, gosh, I hate giving false numbers, but I believe it was about 75 million he bought Pixar for. It was actually like a flailing, like failing company when Steve Jobs got it, but it he did not automatically become successful in Pixar by any stretch of the imagination. It took years to grow in lots of money out of his own pocket, like constantly. They talked about in this, he was literally paying employees out of his personal pockets because Pixar was making no money. And we're talking about employees that are like graphic designers and animators back in, what is the 90s? So maybe late 80s, early 90s. So with that being said, um, it was rare. It wasn't as many, close to as many like editors and graphic designers and stuff like that as there were back then to do something that animation needed because animation was also a new thing. Like there was obviously some like Beauty and the Beast from back in the day. There was there were movies out that were animated, but not to the extent we have today where there's like a big Pixar movie pretty much every single year. Back then, animation wasn't had it didn't have a grip. So I say all this to say Steve Jobs had started he was already a hundreds of millionaire, if not a billionaire, in the tech space, but he was flailing when it came to um, the animation space. So um, it takes some time when you restart in another industry, you got to start from the bottom again. That's that was my first takeaway. My second takeaway is trust. Like I said, I brought this up, I think last video, the video before to make an organization run well, you have to have somebody you trust, somebody who you believe in, and then you have to allow them to take the reins. So Lawrence, he had he did consult Steve a lot like they were friends. But 
When it came to business matters, Steve trusted him in a lot of financial things and a lot of decision-making things. And then Lawrence trusted Steve in some more like creative things, understanding that Steve understands a lot or Steve understood a lot more of the creative aspects of the business than he did. So having that trust and having that solid relationship led to them being able to make, I mean, make Pixar, (laughs) make some of the biggest hit especially animation films that have been around the last 30 years. My next big thing that I took from the book was that Lawrence Levy had to have humility working with Steve Jobs. And at this point, Steve Jobs had for sure had a huge reputation for being an asshole at this point. People didn't like to work with him. People knew he was very, very difficult. And to go take a position where you know somebody's gonna be difficult, but you know that they're also, I mean, some people don't like to call him a genius, but he's successful. by at the very minimum a very successful dude and having the humility to work with somebody like that know that they're going to be kind of a loose cannon sometimes but you're going to have to do what you have to do to make a company grow to make something grow in general Um, i learned a lot from that humility because a lot of people aren't don't want to work with people they don't like you know or they don't think they're going to like at least and sometimes you just have to sometimes you don't really have a choice to pick and choose people that are buddy buddy with you and i i really grabbed that from this book cuz anybody who worked with Steve Jobs was probably going to struggle my last takeaway from this book i actually got a lot clearly as you can see is the clash between creativity and corporate Steve Jobs pretty much sat at that line to where his creators had a certain vision and then the shareholders that were going to invest in these movies and stuff like that had a certain vision and you had to get it in the middle. You had to get it to where it wasn't going to cost you too many millions of dollars, but you also had to give it, get it to where you weren't going to give out a, a bad product. And that is not easy. It's not easy to toe that line in between being creative and being successful financially. And, and Steve Jobs was able to do it. Lawrence Levy, obviously, they, they did it well within the Pixar realm. And they got lucky in a, in a few ways. But they found the right crew. They found the right people. And they were able to fight for what they believed in. Because a lot of times, the people who were investing didn't believe what they believed artistically. But they had to fight and be like, right now, we have to say, fuck the money a little bit. And we have to make the best product possible. So just towing that line between corporate and creative, it's a, it's a tough one. But it's something that if you learn from people who have done it well, I feel like it's something that people can grasp over time. Also, obviously, with trial and error. So now on to who I think it's for. First, I think it's for Steve Jobs fans. If you're a fan of Steve Jobs, if you like what he created in this modern world or helped create or usher in in this modern world, this is another thing. I mean, Apple, like the mouse, the computer mouse, Obviously, I mean, Apple on multiple different facets in terms of even like early tablet stuff, early watch stuff, early touchscreen stuff. Like he helped pioneer a lot of those things. And then he helped pioneer the modern day world of animation. And I truly believe since Lawrence Levy was a friend of his, this book gives a slightly different view of... It gives a slightly different view of him. It doesn't show him so much of a, as a tyrant, to be honest. Also in this book, Steve Jobs is older. Steve Jobs is not telling, talking about 30-year-old Steve Jobs. He's got to be in his late 40s, early 50s at the point of writing this book. And so 
not probably not fifties, but like at least mid forties. So I think he had outgrown a lot of like the crazy outbursts and stuff like that. And obviously that probably persisted till the end, but he for sure had grown as a person. He was a family man at the point in this book. It was a different world than I feel like we get a lot of times with, I'd love to see a movie about this, but that we get a lot of times when we hear the Steve Jobs stories. Obviously we hear about how horrible he was in a lot of instances, but I felt like this showed him more as a friend and family man. So Steve Jobs fans, I think this is good for you. Aspiring entrepreneurs, going back to tying, towing, not tying, towing, but tying a knot between creativity and corporate world. It's not an easy thing to do. So I think this is a book that you can get a lot of stories and a lot of knowledge from for people who are trying to handle that. And then also Pixar fans. If you wanna see how our modern day animation world was ushered in, um, Pixar has done it better than anybody with the hit after hit after hit. And when I read it, I was like, damn, they actually didn't miss. You know, like what movie company doesn't miss? But every story has been good, especially like the first like five or six that they had. I think we're talking Cars, Incredibles, The Incredibles, like that. Those were like on the late end of like the first wave of Pixar. The very first movie, they had it in here. Cause this is post Lion King. They had the success of Lion King, but then they had a huge drought. I'd have to go back and look at the book of what the exact first, first Pixar movies were. And I'm sure somebody in the comments will tell me that. I'm sure somebody in the comments will tell me that. I'm not gonna be able to find that page right now. But Pixar fans, Pixar and animation fans, if you want to see how the world of animation, the world of Pixar was brought to fruition on the business side as well as the creative side, I think To Pixar and Beyond is a great book. Lawrence Levy did a great job giving these stories out. These are stories that I really think are needed to give a perspective on how we got to where we're at in the tech space as well as in some of these creative spaces. Um, I, I truly enjoyed this book. It's not too long of a book. It's not a horrible, like, long read. It's definitely not slow. It's entertaining. It's, like, emotionally jarring in some instances because he's such a close friend of Steve Jobs and what they had to endure to get some of these projects out. So, guys, if you're looking for a book to kind of inspire you creatively, inspire you in a business realm, to pick some beyond my unlikely journey with Steve Jobs to make Entertainment History by Lawrence Levy is a great book to pick up. Guys, go pick up any book. Let me know in the comments what you're reading right now. Or if you've read this, let me know. Guys, it's been another episode with GP, GP's Library. I'll see you guys next time.